Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hello and welcome to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, where we discuss trends, pop culture, and football, because at the end of the day, everything is an ad. I am Luce Corona, Adweek's community editor. Today, I'm usually joined by the wonderful Shannon Miller, but she's not able to join us today. So instead, so sorry, everybody, we have Al Manorino, senior producer of the Adweek Podcast Network. My friend Al, how are you? I don't know why they keep letting me be on podcasts. I think just because I have podcasts in the title, but uh, I'm always happy to be on the show. And unfortunately, Shannon couldn't be with us today, but I'm, I'm happy to be with our two guests. Okay. And thank you for joining us, Al. You know, we love you. You're a beloved member of Adweek team. Um, introducing our two guests, two and a half guests for today, Paul Hebert, senior CPG reporter at Adweek, and Molly K. Helene, senior TV reporter, along with her cat, Doyle. <laughs> well, thank you for that intro. Hopefully he stays relatively quiet, but he might have some thoughts when we talk about football. Excellent. <laughs> and Paul, welcome. Is this thank is, you. Paul, you've been on the podcast before, right? I've been here sometimes, not all the time, but yeah, I've been here before. Okay, cool. Well, welcome friends. Um and the reason we have you two on today is uh, you both had really great stories um, this week and kind of last week, too, since football season has started on football and specifically the Super Bowl halftime show. So, Paul, we'll kick off with you, um, starting kind of with our the newest announcement around our new sponsor, which is Apple. And you broke the story on Adweek. So do you want to give us a little bit of background here? Yes, sure, of course. Uh, so for 10 years, Pepsi has been the sponsor of the Super Bowl halftime show. They decided to walk away earlier this year. The new sponsor is Apple Music. It is, um, I think the story is captured a lot of interest from the marketing community because it, it's essentially, I see it as pitting old media versus new media in a way that the Super Bowl is still a major event, a uh, major time when people gather to uh, not only watch lots of new ads, but they're actually, I'd say, 
actually interested and open in watching ads, it's, which is not a, not a common um, attitude to have year round. So um, it's a big, big deal. New sponsor, Apple Music is also, I think it's a, a good fit because they're, you know, there's more, um, they're already on your, your phone. They're already on, they already have an app people use. It's not an additional thing for them. Whereas, you know, Pepsi, I'm sure has tried with websites and apps and social medias to kind of get people to do more stuff on the, in the digital realm. So I think it just makes sense in that way that Apple music is already kind of primed for this, this future of a more digital, digital forward future. And this isn't like the first time tech companies are, you know, getting into the football business. I was literally just watching uh, Thursday night football on Amazon prime um, yesterday and losing at sports betting as always. Um, so, I mean, both, you know, kind of question for both of you, since you're both covering TV and stuff like, is this, is this where we're going now? Or are all the tech companies just going to be just taking over all of the major sporting events at this point? And what does that mean for, for cable and traditional television? Um, I mean, I don't necessarily know if it's I would call them tech companies taking over. They might call themselves tech companies, but I do think you're seeing, and I've written about this a ton, you are seeing a big shift in sports to streaming. Pretty much every major media company has its own streaming service with some kind of sports rights deals. I mean, Al, you just mentioned Prime Video and Thursday Night Football. They've been simulcasting that since 2017, but this is the first year that they have it exclusively. So for the first time ever, like, you cannot watch football on cable TV on Friday on Thursday nights. And then you see that with the MLB. They just um, they have a streaming deal too. MLS is moving entirely to Apple. So Apple really, like as the halftime sponsor now, Apple really is starting to move into this space. And where do you see like so for Pepsi, obviously it's you know, they became synonymous with the Super Bowl. Um, it, it provided a place for people just to for the name recognition, potentially the, to promote products, things like that. So where do you see is this is a push for Apple? Is, is it to just boost subscribers or is, is there another play here in terms of just like what is Apple's like kind of like overarching for for you? What do you think their overarching goal is to be you know a sponsor for this super expensive position that they put themselves in? Can I answer that? Or is of course. Go for it, Paul. Yeah, I think, well, first I want to say that, you know, Pepsi is still very involved in, in football and the NFL. They just signed a new 10-year deal to be the official soft drink. They're still running ads. They're still sponsoring players and teams. They're still very involved in football. Um, it's just the the halftime show, they, they have decided that there's a better place. We don't know exactly yet, but they've decided there's a better place to spend their marketing dollars than the halftime show. Um, and again, they've they've been doing it for decades. They they know the cost. They know the reward better than any brand out there, I, I'd assume. So um, that's why, again, it's kind of major that they're deciding it's, there's something else to do. And I know that Pepsi CMO Todd Kaplan has talked lots about Web3, Metaverse, NFTs. Um, just I think his quote is that they, they want to be where they think fans are going to be in the future. And, and by walking away from the halftime show, that that you know, that signals that they think there's something else that is going to get a lot more attention down the road. Um, with Apple Music, but all that said, with Apple Music joining, again, I think that they're already so integrated with digital, the digital world with platforms that I'm sure they're going to be doing something big on, on the app itself during the Super Bowl that Pepsi could never, um, 
couldn't match that kind of interest or excitement because it's just not as a natural fit for a, for a soft drink than it is for an already an app on your phone kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I, one more question. I'm just going to steal <laughs> Lucy's Thunder real quick because she gave me the platform, so I have to, I have to, I have to use it. So, no, just because I went to Cannes earlier this uh, this year and Spotify had a huge presence there. They, you know, they took over a big portion of the beach. They had these exclusive concerts. Like, it's it's i don't even know if this is a question or not but like this it's really interesting to see apple take such a big spotlight with not apple but apple music specifically you know um where they're trying to make a name for themselves in this specific space the music streaming space and um again where outside of just driving subscriptions is this more of like an awareness play or or are they trying to potentially introduce new features like where do you guys see like you know maybe this first year right out the bat like we're going to do a great performance with Rihanna but is there anything more to it than that you see in the future i'm going to i'll start with Molly um i don't know i think having apple music as a sponsor makes sense i mean they are trying to grow subscribers. Of course they are. That's every streaming service, subscription service's goal is to grow subscribers. And you're seeing that pivot now towards monetization. So, I mean, Apple's not a stupid company. Like, <laughs> they they definitely did their research. They definitely think this is a good value proposition. And as a music company, they already have that relationship with a lot of artists. And, I mean, you're seeing that with Rihanna. So, Paul, you probably have a lot more to add. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think you're saying it well. It's just... They want to be associated with the biggest live musical performance of of the year, I think, and um, so now they are, and it just it's just a better pairing, I think. Then, or they, I mean, I shouldn't say it's better, but they they see it as a great opportunity to again fuse their their brand with with live performance with music uh, when most most people are watching. I think um, that's that's a good point that you guys bring up because so far we've seen Apple TV take over like most of our screens, you know, just their breakout hit, you know, their breakout shows and just their programming. So it is very interesting what Al said about now we're seeing Apple Music kind of take over the, the limelight a little bit. So it'll be interesting. Um, touching on the topic of music, um, and this is kind of like my last Pepsi related question. Um, we, I think we can all agree that Pepsi will be synonymous with football. They've inserted themselves in the conversation, you know, they've secured their, their soft drink, uh, choice for the season of football. Um, but I personally have always been impressed with Pepsi's association with live music, you know, with their concerts and supporting artists, whether big or small, you know, Paul, do you think that this is going to kind of take away their share of conversation in that space? Or do you think like it's still a priority for them? I think it will, yeah, drop a bit at first. Um, but again, they're, they're investing in, um, Again, it's it's unclear what it will be exactly, but they're trying to invest in where the concerts and the music and young people will be in the future, which, again, I can only assume is something related to social media, Web3, Metaverse, um, streaming platforms, something. I think they're going to so I think they're still going to keep that strategy of associating the brand with music. But again, they think that the, the audiences are going to be somewhere else down the road. So now is the time to to take take the the bet and again they've they've done like as you mentioned they've done well with the halftime show they've generated 
the most conversation on Twitter out of any any big game advertiser for three years in a row. I think they're going to take a bit of a bit of a drop, but they're hoping that they're going to plant some seeds that will come to uh, fruition in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how it. I think everybody is creativity is at an all time high these days, so it'll it'll be interesting to see how Pepsi still involves themselves. Um, so I'm going to turn this next segment over to what you really all want to talk about, which is the halftime show and the disappointment everyone felt when Taylor Swift rumors dropped. Um, so we can we can just. Uh, we can just tackle that topic right now before we jump into Queen Re, uh, specifically Al and Molly. I know you guys were disappointed. What are your thoughts there? Well, it's not disappointment because <laughs> Molly's going to have a lot more to say. So I'll just go there real quick. I love I love Rihanna. I think that's like in like um, it, it makes the most sense. Like if you were talking about like, oh, this is Apple taking over. We, we need to bring in a global superstar to perform the halftime show that's going to make headlines that's going to be big news who better than rihanna rihanna hasn't performed live we were talking about this beforehand she hasn't performed live in like five years hasn't released an album in seven years like it makes so much sense however (laughs) (laughs) there it is (laughs) however um it also would have made a lot of sense for taylor swift um as molly will go into more detail but like i'm 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 bummed as a taylor swift fan but super happy as a Rihanna fan. So like I'm I'm good. I'm happy. And there's plenty of chances for Taylor Swift to to perform the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I honestly like it, it this really works and and makes so much sense. Molly. <laughs> First of all, I want it on the record. I am not disappointed that Rihanna is the halftime performer. <laughs> Nobody come after me. Please don't good. cancel me. I am not disappointed that Rihanna is playing. Hi. However, there was a very substantial uh, substantial rumor that Taylor Swift was going to be the halftime performer, which also would have made a lot of sense. Um, she's busy re-recording her albums. Um, she's got a new one coming out October 21st, Midnight's Drops. That's where I'll be. Um, <laughs> And then it, th- this would have been her first time kind of under relationship with her new record label. And then also um, she used to be a Diet Coke ambassador, right? Like Pepsi with Pepsi as the Super Bowl halftime show, she couldn't have performed there. And she has a pre-existing relationship with Apple Music. So no, it's not this year for her, but I think we'll see her there soon. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content, so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Amazing. Great answers, guys. Uh, <laughs> and I think the the world was like, it, it was a nice uh, shock that Rihanna, like, we haven't heard new music from her. We haven't seen her perform. We've all been itching for it. Um, and now she's the artist of choice and we get to see her come back in probably like the biggest way possible. Um, question for everyone here. Do we think that this will be a 10 minute Fenty ad? Because I don't think we'd be upset about it. Paul, you first. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wasn't yeah, thinking that that but yeah, you're probably right. There, there could be a lot of Fenty beauty in there. And um, I'm not sure what other brands she works with or other projects she has on the go. She's, she's she seems to be doing lots of different things. So uh, that's a strong possibility. But I also know she has a lot of a lot of hit songs that people have not seen her perform live for a while. So, I mean, she could probably just do that for three hours and, and uh, people would enjoy it. Totally fine. I, I don't see it. I don't see it as like an in-performance large Fenty ad. I think what's going to happen is there's going to be either the lead up or afterwards of like a special edition Super Bowl related Fenty line or uh, something. Oh. What I honestly think is. We were, you know, it's uh, what's the date of the Super Bowl? Is it February? February. Yeah. February. So I think by the end of the year, we're going to get at least a single mm. and an announcement for a release of the album. And the album will drop on Apple Music right after the Super Bowl. Like, that's my theory. Like, I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. Exclusive on Apple Music. Like, that's how you do it. Like, that's if you're Apple and you're Rihanna and you have everyone's attention that's that's the way to do it. Oh, that yeah. is an extremely solid theory. Yep. I agree. I mean, behind <laughs> behind the scenes footage and extra additions, like you said, extra features. Oh, yeah. I'm sure all that For stuff. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, full, yeah. yeah. Full video, like a, a visual album, like go full Beyonce with it. Like, yeah. Talk about a way to drive subscribers, get an exclusive Rihanna album. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. You're totally yeah. right. I Remember how we had to like together. get title to get like exclusive <laughs> albums at one point at one point from like Beyonce and Jay Z? Like they're going to bring that back. Like they're going to just make that uh, fashionable again because they have the ability. That's true. And everything is subscriptions these days. Yeah. (laughs) You look like you have a thought. I just don't (laughs) want another streaming service. I'm a TV reporter. I have all of them already. (laughs) My three-year-old came up. We were at the dinner table and he goes, daddy, do we have Paramount plus? And I'm like, first of all, how do you know what that is? (laughs) He's three. It's three. Oh man. Uh, oh, well, do you have Paramount Plus? I don't. I was paying oh. for it for two years and I had no idea, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have it anymore. I feel like that's a common problem with all these like streaming platforms. Yep. Like you don't even know that you have it. Like that's right. You, yeah. <laughs> I know everything, guys. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the Probably. halftime show maybe the halftime show will backfire in Apple Music because people forgot they were been paying for it for so many years and then <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, touching on, you know, Rihanna's involvement, um, I want to talk about another key player that's usually involved in the halftime entertainment component, which is Jay-Z. He's been working with the NFL for a couple of years now, especially on the halftime show, working on, you know, social justice issues as well, and just really inserting his footprint in there. Um, 
And he had, you know, he was also part of the press that was announcing Rihanna. Um, Molly, what are your your thoughts here? Is this this feels like a, a, a Jay-Z move, but still working with the NFL, right? Yeah. So Jay-Z's company, um, Rock Nation, is producing the halftime performance along with DPS. Um, so it makes sense that Jay-Z is going to be involved in it. And he did release a statement um, when the news dropped that Rihanna would be headlining. Um, Rihanna and Jay-Z have collaborated together before. It, it makes sense that he'd be involved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we think behind the scenes coverage on Apple TV too. Do you think Apple is just going to really make like a big play out of this? What do you guys think? So probably like um, the performance will probably be available almost immediately after, if not the next day on Apple TV. But I would say, I think what Paul was saying behind the scenes, lead up to the day, all that kind of stuff will probably be on Apple TV. And then just going back to, to Jay-Z, like he signed her back in like 2005 right like he has been with her for her whole career so it would be amazing if he came out during umbrella like that would be absolutely insane uh as a huge jay-z fan but he's become like not like a recluse but he is so cool and mysterious you literally never know what he's gonna do he could be the complete opposite it could be this is her time to shine she doesn't need any features like or it could be like we're gonna pull out all the stops for this because this is our big big chance with apple music yeah what do you think is this gonna be a solo performance or is she gonna have collaborators i saw a report that she has like a short list of almost 50 names of people that might appear oh Oh, i don't know if that's true or not i saw a report (laughs) 50 (laughs) names she doesn't need it but she doesn't need it could do it like it could go either or yeah I think the most the most interesting part here is that they went with an artist that still holds like a lot of clout and is a, a global star and hasn't had any new music. I think that that was a bold move. Um, and I think maybe even contributes to the anticipation. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, I think so. I think people want to see Rihanna. No one's seen. She hasn't played live in five years. And I think I mean. I would be shocked if there wasn't new music coming. Like, it's the right time to market it, to promote it alongside the Super Bowl, where you're going to have the biggest live audience of the year, uh, which is great for Fox, by the way. They're super excited about that. Yeah. And she, I mean, it's, she is in this upper echelon of artists where she could stop making music tomorrow and sell out stadiums for the rest of her life. Like, she's at that point in her career where she is that famous. Adele had vocal surgery, didn't perform live forever. Now she, her Vegas residency is like, I think it's like $2,000 for like the worst seat in the house or something. It's ridiculous. So like there, she's at that level. She's at the Adele, Taylor Swift, Beyonce kind of level of like, I don't need to make music for almost a decade and I could headline the Super Bowl halftime show. Like, yeah, and it will, that's where she's at. To Lou's point, I think there will be, it will be interesting to see what Fenty Beauty is doing around this time. Yeah. So I think yeah. that, that it just makes sense. And um, yeah, so. I wonder if we'll see a Fenty ad in the Super Bowl. Oh, for the first time, right? I don't think yeah. Fenty's had an I don't ad think in so the Super Bowl. No. I, th- I don't know. I mean, Fox told me the other day they are 95% sold out um, for their ad inventory, which is insane. They've had multiple spots go for over $7 million. Everybody wants to be in the big game this year. Wow. And yeah. Molly, can you share with like, I, I'm sorry, I haven't kept up to date. Have there <laughs> been any like, you know, surprising brands out there that we're going to expect to see spots from? Like, did Fox share that? 
Um, they're not allowed to tell me yet who's taken spots out. That individual companies have to announce that. But Paul and I have written before. Um, Anheuser Busch gave up its alcohol exclusivity for the Super Bowl. Um, so the for the first time in what like over more thirty, 30 years, yeah, more yeah. than thirty years, we are going to see other beer companies in the Whoa. Super Bowl. Uh, and Fox did confirm that to me. That's that interesting. We will see alcohol other than Anheuser Busch. Now, yeah. it's literally alcohol, so it could be spirits as well. Mm-hmm. Spirits, mm. beer, wine, aviation gin. <laughs> oh. uh, yes, Ryan Reynolds has to make an appearance for sure. Ryan be... Reynolds, I'm sure he's already filmed like three separate Super Bowl ads. Like, does the man sleep? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Doesn't. Like Katie Lundstrom said the other day, this guy needs a nap. But yeah, he really not. does. I mean, because he's he's busy starring in the documentary uh, Welcome to Wrexham. Like, what what does the man not do? Yeah, true. which is Fox owned, right? An FX. No. Oh, um, FX. FX but, yeah. So so is this is Fox still Fox? This isn't Disney Fox. Right? No, this is Fox Fox. So this is Fox Fox, Fox okay, Sports. So, okay. Fox it, Sports it. has the Super Fox Bowl Sports. this year. Got it. Got it. We're gonna need so can, Molly to draw a diagram. So, say, it's, so, it's so easy to understand. I know. I might have missed Disney Fox. That sounds like a great time. Oh, Disney Fox was like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and um, th- now that we're still on, like, so, you know, I love this whole predictions turn that this episode has taken. I think you guys have had some solid predictions here. Um, and Molly and Paul, like, aside from last year, I'm trying to remember hard, like, what would the theme of most commercials was. Like, I feel like the year that Brand Purpose was really taking conversation, you know, we saw a lot of, like, like feel good, do good kind of takes, some flubs, some good ones. Um, what do you think, do you have any predictions around the tone that Super Bowl commercials will take this year? Uh, now that we're kind of exiting COVID and, you know, it's it's a whole new era of Super Bowl. Yeah, well, la- last year, many have called the crypto bowl because there was <laughs> five cryptocurrency companies in there. I think that was kind of the big, big news, big, exciting thing was all these first timers getting in there to convince the public to buy buy Bitcoin or whatever else. Um, so I don't know if those are going to return at all, though. I Maybe don't Molly think we're going to. S- I don't I don't know. So don't quote me on it, but I don't (laughs) think we're going to see nearly as strong of a crypto presence. That's kind of been the trend in sports overall in terms of advertising and buying. There just have been fewer crypto, just based on how that market's struggling. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm not, I'm trying to think of who else. I know Molson Coors has confirmed they are going to run a beer ad in there. We don't know which, which brand exactly Uh, could be Coors Light maybe, but um uh, and Pepsi is also neither confirmed nor denied they're going to run a Super Bowl ad. So they might be they might be near the halftime halftime show again in a, in a thirty second ad version, but we're not sure yet. Um, well, and I know the strong categories that Fox has been seeing have been auto and entertainment. So that's like movie studios, streaming services, and we saw that a lot last year too. A ton of streaming ads that kept me very busy uh, during the game. <laughs> um, Telco is also pretty strong, but Fox did tell me there are going to be some new brands um, taking out commercials. Amazing! So the the confirmed theme can be we'll see some newcomers this year for sure. Oh, for sure. 
Awesome. Um, well, I think we have discussed. This was great predictions. I think we should call that this episode. Um, yeah, Al. that's probably a prediction. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a Super Bowl prediction. Um, thank you both so much. Um, you guys wrote really excellent pieces. We encourage our listeners to go check them out for more background. And thank you to my friend Al for stepping in for Shannon and just being wonderful. Thank you thank for you. rolling with the punches. Always, always. <laughs> um, um, I was going to say, you can uh, you can listen to Molly uh, every week on Adweek's Most Powerful Women in Sports. You can read uh, everything Paul is doing on adweek.com. And same thing with Luce. And you can hear from me sometimes on this podcast and uh, <laughs> doing other stuff on the Adweek Podcast Network, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Plugs, plugs, plugs. <laughs> Thank you, Al, for mentioning everything I forgot. Oh, Thank you. Luce, th- thanks for letting us come back, after, especially after the chaos I caused last time I was on here. Yeah, we love chaos. So anytime, guys. (laughs) All right. And we'll see everyone next week. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.